0: Welcome to Two Crones of a Book, where your host Shell and Annette will give you honest, in-depth book reviews and share book-themed rambles that may or may not
1: on occasions take a dark and twisty, if not utterly bizarre turn.
0: Reviews start with light spoilers. If you want to know if the books are any good, And then we head to the Spoiler Floor!
1: Where we give a blow-by-blow breakdown for any of you cheeky chappies who want to
0: sound like you've read the book, but just don't have the time to read it. Or those of you that did read it and thought, what the fuck? Either way, be
1: warned, every episode will contain spoilers and language that some listeners may find offensive, thus the explicit rating. So consider yourself thoroughly fucking warned.
0: (laughs) Now, take a seat, buckle up, buttercup.
1: It's time to begin. Welcome everyone to another episode of Two Crones and a Book uh, with your host, myself, Shell, and and myself, Annette. Whoop whoop! Love that sound. <laughs> it's
0: back again.
1: <laughs> it's big. I tried to repress it, but it didn't work. Um, we are mixing up. We've we've got so much going on, and we've also been distracted by finally both completing Happy Valley.
0: <gasps> and what? Better way to celebrate is it? Is it women, Women's History Month, and also we've just had International Women's Day. Yeah. Then yeah, but celebrate. Let's just talk about Sarah Lancashire. I mean, <laughs> the magical combo that is the writer Sally Wainwright and the mm-hmm. actress Sarah Lancashire. it's not that kind of show
1: shell it is for me (laughs) handcuffs uniform blonde
0: (laughs) oh my god
1: anyhow on a serious note it's a bbc show that everybody should check out (laughs)
0: Yeah, so let's give you a little bit of background about um, the two people we're going to be talking about the most uh, in this episode. (laughs) Uh,
1: One's established.
0: Yes. (laughs) So Sally Wainwright um, is a television writer. She has worked on some of the biggest known establishment radio and TV shows in the UK. Like her first job was uh, she was a writer on The Archers. She's also written for Emmerdale, um, a large stint on Coronation Street in the mid 90s. That would have been where she met Sarah Lancashire. I think they crossed paths for about two years I yeah. think the the transition between their their spots and it was actually another very famous uh, female TV writer Kay Meller told Sally mm-hmm. that she needed to stop doing like soaps and things like that even though you know the institutions in this country she needed to yeah. start doing in her own stuff and it that was the yeah. impetus to, for her to start writing her own dramas the first being um is it meet the Braithwaite's was an absolute huge... at
1: home with the Braithwaite that was yeah. it yeah
0: that was so that was the first one out the gate and was a huge success and it's just kind of gone on from there um it's just been hit after hit that she's written um,
1: she's she's pretty pretty cool I mean some of the stuff that she's done that, that might be better more recently and better known in the states if anyone from from there is listening is Gentleman Jack she was involved with Gentleman Jack as well, which is quite big at the moment.
0: Yeah, that's uh, BBC and HBO that, are, yes. that have done that together. So they were released at the same time. Yeah. And um, also um, where um, we really have the relationship with Sarah Lancashire was obviously the hugely <laughs> popular uh, Last Tango in Halifax.
1: <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and uh, Sally Wainwright was so blown away with her yep. performance in that, that she she knew she needed to yeah. have another show with her. And I think that's pretty much the impetus that created Happy Valley.
1: Yeah, and it's absolutely amazing. Again, for anyone who might not be familiar with some of the, the things that you've, you've just mentioned, they're very, very British. The Archers is just like, a, it's been running forever and is the equivalent of a soap opera, but on the radio.
0: And it's just been going for ages and ages. Yeah um coronation Street, oof. longest running television soap is it in the world or second i think it's
1: like yeah it's just it's been forever yeah. hasn't it i think it's yeah um and for sarah lancashire you probably know her from um she was in doctor who anyone who watches doctor who she was a villain in doctor yeah. who
0: i think currently in the states she's actually uh in the show julia which is about julia yep. childs
1: And she plays that so well. Have you watched it? I've
0: seen trailers. I cannot believe that
1: is her. (laughs) It's an utter, utter transformation.
0: Oh, it's insane. So if you have seen her just in Julia, you need to see everything else she's done. It's a complete transformation. I I mean, her
1: top ones for me, um, her top three, I I did like Julia and I thought that she was amazing in it. Um, But... The top ones for me are uh, Last Tango in Halifax. Happy Valley is is the top top, but she also did the um, something called The Accident, which was really good as well. Yes. About a yeah about a mining accident. Um, she is one of those faces that just you just know it you know she just pops up all the time and um, but doctor who a lot of doctor who fans would have, would have seen it. I can't remember who she was but she was absolutely delicious in a business suit in it <laughs> she was it was the episode um where they were making fat babies
0: Oh, i love them oh god yes <laughs> oh, i'm now you can understand why i can't remember her being in it because they're little fat babies <laughs>
1: I <laughs> well, see. I was more focused on the power suit. Um, <laughs> it's Dr.
0: like I get oh. to lose weight, and there are, this is the adorable side effect. <laughs> what was it?
1: <laughs> what was it? What was it? Bloody cool I can't that remember.
0: I tell you what, though, something else. I don't know if you know about this about Sarah Lancashire, but she was the first female actress to be offered, and you're going to love this. phrase, a golden cuffs contract. Right. So what that is is. Um, because of her popularity and uh, stuff she'd done for ITV, she started yeah. getting some more work from the BBC. They didn't like that;
1: they didn't <laughs> want to lose her,
0: so they offered her a binding contract of one point three million pound. Fucking hell! And I think that was only for a two or three Fuck. year contract. <gasps> so she's wealthy as well. Yeah, she she rich <laughs> and gorgeous and talented. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're gonna get a lot
0: of that. Yeah. In this
1: episode. This is her turn.
0: You thought <laughs> I was the creepy one, oh honey. <laughs>
1: um. Yeah. I, I mean, Happy Sally Wainwright is is amazing uh, for anyone in the UK who's who's listening. You. She also did uh, Scott and Bailey, which yes. was really really good. Um. That had the uh, fabulous Leslie Sharp in it as well. And Saran Jones, who's also in Gentleman Jack, mm-hmm. um, she was she involved in The Unforgivable as yes, well? Yes, she was, yes. Yeah, so The Unforgivable, with um, which was pretty good as well, which is I saw it on Netflix. don't know if it was a Netflix movie uh, with Sandra Bullock. That was really good as well. And that's the type of writing that you're, you're looking at here. Um, I mean, she is the but... top-tier British uh, television oh,
0: yes. writer for sure.
1: I mean, Happy Valley is, is, and Last Tango in Halifax is a merging of like British TV class and royalty. It is. Last Tango in Halifax doesn't just have Sarah Lancashire in it. Um, It's also got Nicola Walker in it, who is also absolutely fabulous and super, super talented. Um, It's got Anne Reid, who is a stage legend. It's got Derek Jacob, who is a stage legend as well. Um, it, that that's just jam packed. Last time going for Halifax is just absolutely jam packed. But that's not where we're here
0: today. Today we're going to talk about Happy Valley. No, the the, the <laughs> now you see um, my relationship is very very recent with it. Um, there there was <laughs> I did it! I did it! I converted Annette! <laughs> she did for like so for years she's been dropping. You should you watch Happy Valley? Yeah? Oh, you should watch it. It's like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but obviously never got around to it. And then there was an the occasion, the trauma of getting the kitchen redone, mm-hmm. where I was pretty much stuck in uh, our upstairs bedroom while they were working in the house for, like, three weeks solid. And this coincided with
1: uh, season three, didn't it? With the final season, season three. It so did. I was
0: banging on about it again. Yes, because uh, the, the, fin- the final series started in uh, January this year. Yeah. Um, and I said, "All right then, fine. I'll give it a go." Well, I blitzed two, two, two series in two days, <laughs> and then I started watching the third one. Now, when Michelle was talking to me about it, she said, "Oh, you wait, you wait for oh, we're waiting for um, to see what you think about season three, episode four. I was like, "All right then." So I get I get to three. There's no fall. Why is there no fall? It's still sh- <laughs> Michelle's like, it's still showing. What? I have to watch this like a normal person? I can't
1: do this. But didn't that add to the anticipation? Because everybody in the UK, everybody, all anyone was talking about was Happy Valley. And we've got to get home for Happy Valley. And did you watch Happy Valley? Have you got up with that? I mean, to the point where people were even saying, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, you know, before yes. they were
0: talking about it. Oh, I was on, I was on all the podcasts that I could find listening to background. I needed to hear people talking about this. I needed more and more. And then, but the thing is, I only had to suffer through, what was it, another three episodes. So I had to do it over yeah. three weeks. I did not suffer like those that have watched it from the beginning, like Michelle. Hardcore. Those are the hardcores. Because Michelle, tell tell them what it will like.
1: Oh, i so, say... I mean, if you dial it right back, when it first starts, the first episode you watch, and you think, okay, so this is good, but it's okay. You know, it's, there's a good couple of good one-liners, good open in there. It it's going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. End of episode two, into episode three of season one. That's it, mate. There's nothing else happening. All you're doing is watching <laughs> fucking Happy Valley. <laughs> the way that this was written... And the way that it was delivered is every single fucking episode left you with a, no, 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 wait, <laughs> no. <laughs> you can't stop here. <laughs> it, was, it, it was absolutely amazing. Now, I would normally be, I'm the sort of person liking it who, if I like something, I'm going to want to binge it. So an example for me would be Picard. I'm letting it drop episode by episode. And then when it's all there, I'll go in and I'll binge it. Yeah. But you just, I I thought about doing that with Happy Valley. But it got to a Sunday. (laughs) And then I was lied to myself, you know, especially with season three. And I lied to myself and I was like, well, I'll just watch the first one and then it will refresh me. Because there was years in between season two and season three um and i was i was like I'll, I'll just it'll refresh me well that was it it was just well i'm a lost cause every sunday i've got my tea ready at 5 to 9 everybody else needs to shut up in the house yeah tv's mine that's it it
0: it, it did it be, it brought back event television viewing for um terrestrial or network television i i think the last episode the, the penultimate episode had
1: Something like 10 million live views. So that wasn't catch
0: up. No. You know, that wasn't binging it afterwards. That doesn't include all that. That was just live views. I mean, you do not get those kind of numbers anymore in this country. No. Not at all. And and it was
1: on everything. I mean, if you get mentioned on the news. Yes. You know, every talk
0: show... You know, the BBC News doesn't talk about who's watching what on television. No, but it was all about this. And, like, they were so careful on breakfast television the next day to not spoil anything. It's just absolutely amazing. What we probably should do is
1: give some background about what it's about. So we've bigged it up. Yeah. I mean, the gist of it is it is about... A police officer, a copper, Catherine Kaywood. Catherine Kaywood, who's a sergeant. Um, she is living with her sister, mm-hmm. um, who is a recovering alcoholic and heroin addict. She, her son doesn't talk to her. She's divorced from her husband, and she is raising her grandson because her daughter committed suicide not long after. giving. this is all very early, so we're not really giving anything away. No, I mean, this um, she
0: she explains all this in the opening speech of episode one.
1: Yeah, uh, and, and she's she's raising this grandson who um, was a product of rape. Mm-hmm. And then what we do, so episode one, season one was kind of, for me, set the tone of her attitude and her resilience and her approach to life. So there's a guy and he's going to set fire to himself. So she goes into the shop to get a fire extinguisher, but she pauses to buy a pair of sunglasses and she buys the sunglasses because as she's walking back, she says to the, the rookie cop she's got with her, you know, he's not singeing my eyebrows.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love her.
0: <laughs> yeah. She, you know,
1: and that's, and she's just so calm and so complacent about it. Um, but what this leads to then and, and becomes a theme throughout all three series is the, the man who raped her daughter and is the father of her grandson who doesn't know anything at the beginning that, He's got a son resurfaces.
0: Yeah, Tommy Lee Royce,
1: and he was—I mean, he's amazing. He oh. said he was getting hate mail, but no one
0: remembers when he played a priest. No, uh, well, I didn't see that, so that's different. But oh my God, did I hate this man? You—you you did. The nation hated him. Everybody hated this poor guy, and he's so lovely. <laughs> I mean, I again another tor force of a performance it really is yeah the delusion um, of him oh my god played
1: so so fucking well and and he ends up what was very clever with this so each series has a what i would call a side
0: story on the go yes which so you... usually involved a weedy fella who could have yeah. easily avoided getting himself in shit if he'd yeah. just given it a minute and had a think. <laughs> yeah, or if, if he'd asked his bird. Just, and it, it was so simple. If you just waited, there was a simple <laughs> resolution and it just goes, cuckoo fucking bananas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: I mean, from this point forward, we're going to drop some serious spoilers. Yeah. Um. In the, in season one, this nasty piece of work, Tommy, um, he ends up getting involved with a kidnapping. Um, he um, he he's a pervy, Nazi, rapey bastard.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, he gets this person that he's kidnapped um, hooked on crack. But what I will say to this is is and you could tell that it was written by a woman. Yes, is there? There's no
0: graphic
1: yeah and and the impl- as a woman she must have known that the the subtle signs and the implications were enough
0: yes i mean it was beautifully handled
1: yeah I, I mean you know that she's she's been raped because one of the other fellas who's kidnapped her walks in and she i think she's got some bruises on her face now and her underwear is on the floor
0: yeah now that that's it that's all you need to and you know what's happened
1: and he, you know, Tommy's smoking a cigarette. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. It, 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 and that's,
1: that's, that was enough to deliver horror. You didn't need to see it.
0: And it was, it, it was the aftermath how that was handled. Like, obviously this guy is like, you can't do it. And he goes, you know, tries to go for mm. Tommy. He can't just, I won't let you do it. I won't let you do it. Tommy just beats the living shit out of him.
1: Proper. Hurts Proper. him. Proper.
0: And then we'll, then continues to carry on raping her and then it's this this um position of the men who are involved who know yeah. what he's doing but do nothing but do nothing and it's how they're blocking it out it, it just the way it was written and the performances you know it's like yeah. that we know it's wrong we don't agree with it, but we're, we're complicit because we're not going to stop him
1: Yeah, it was just just, and it was a complete like a a blanket blackout, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, we're just not going to think about it, even though none of them were into that. None of them wanted to be involved with that. That's not they were all about the payout.
0: Yeah. All this was was it was an organised kidnap. So uh, this 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 fella was employed, wanted to get money to pay for his daughter's private school education. His boss said, No, you, you can't just come up to me and ask for me that kind of money. Yeah. So he he suggests to these dodgy fellas he knows that own this caravan site kidnap the daughter and then yeah. we'll get the money. And of course with Tommy Lee Rice involved it all goes completely wrong and it it goes to everything goes too far where he goes into yeah. the office the next day and the guy says look I I'll help you out I'll do it my it will come out of my own pocket and it, and I'll pay for both yeah, both I'll, your daughters. Yeah, this one and, and your youngest daughter if he just waited one fucking day
1: <laughs> yeah it, it there was there was no but then the rest of it is is the she is on one hand pursuing tommy and trying to track him down because he's recently been released from prison because she's been keeping an eye on him yeah and on the other hand she's involved in the investigation with this kidnapping and you can see the crossovers in the interest and you're also getting what she's got going on at home and it was just it was beautiful i, I mean the the climax there there was such a delivery of violence. Oh my god! Um, it, it gets
0: you where you don't think it's gonna get you.
1: Yeah, I mean, she she ends up because it's her who finds the the kidnapped woman, Anne, Anne or Anna? Anne, yeah. And she it it's her dogged determination that she puts it all together and that she she finds it and she she breaks in to this basement and he's not there. So she's trying to get Anne out. Mm hmm. Um, and he comes back and I mean the sheer strength of will that she had to keep getting back up because mm-hmm. I mean she takes him on she goes for him because she's now blocked so her only exits blocked and and she she gives it some and she he, she she almost loses because he really really beats her
0: yeah
1: Um. the Anne manages I think she sprays him with a gas or hits him around the head with a, something and Sarah Lancashire, she comes back too and she manages to, to, to get out and she manages to get to the car. And even though she is completely and utterly, let's be frank here, she's broken. She's fucked. Yeah. He has proper fucked her up. Yeah. She still manages to get the, the woman in the back of the police car, lock the doors so she's safe and trigger her panic button. But she doesn't get in the car herself. No,
0: she and there's just this scene of her just collapsing in the window yeah, in front and, of her. It's just, it's so fucking heartbreaking. And you think she's dead?
1: You think there's no way she's getting back up from this? There's absolutely no fucking way.
0: If you'd watched it in real time, it was like that's it, she's done. I I did. I thought, oh my god, they've killed her. Oh my gosh. The, the intensity. I mean, and we're not even touching on half of the stuff that happens in series. No. Be- not at all. Because there, I'm telling you now, there is. There's things in there like I was shouting at the TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shouting, screaming, and crying at the telly. <laughs> It's just absolutely, it, it's
1: amazing. Even down to her confrontation with him, so he ends up getting his hands on the kid. Um, this is only season one and two, and then he, you know, he ends up, he ends up wheedling in with the kid, and he's gonna, he's gonna set fire to the kid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and himself, and she goes in, and I, you know, I mean, she, she, she's a better woman than me because she, she takes him on, um, again. Only I mean, this time she's got the upper hand. Um, and she she stands there and she's he's covered in petrol. She's got the grandson out and she's got the lighter. And you think she's gonna do it. She's 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 gonna set him a fucking blaze.
0: Yeah. But then he turns around and says, Do it. And that was when she stopped herself. I wasn't gonna yeah. give him the satisfaction. <laughs> and that's all it was. I might have, been, Oh, you want me to? Nah.
1: nah. <laughs> you reap. <laughs> And that's the kind of woman that that she is. It, it's yeah, absolutely brilliant. And she, I mean, I am a Sarah Lancashire fan. In case you hadn't noticed. <laughs> but she, she just the way that she, she was just it, oh, the subtleness of it, it. It was in her eyes, her face, because it, it's she's a very contained character.
0: Yes, very much so. Yeah, she she does keep it all very much inward, but we see these moments where she's almost yeah. gonna crack, but she has to hold it back. She has to hold it in. She can't let it go. It's not yeah. time. Yeah, it's it's that level
1: of, of self control and self containment and and self resilience. But you you see those flickers in in, in her face. Mm. Um. Yeah, it was just it. I I loved it. I mean, what was your favorite bit?
0: Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say it was season three. Now, you've yep. got to remember when these were filmed. So the first two were filmed pretty much not too far in between each other, were they?
1: No. Yeah, they're quite close.
0: Then um, uh, Sally Wainwright said, right, I'm not going to do another one now for, is it like another four, five years? Oh, it's it quite was, a it, it was supposed to, I think, the, I, don't, I can't remember when the last one finished, uh, season two finished, but season three was... Earmarked for 2018.
1: Because she wanted them to naturally age.
0: Yeah, she wanted to keep the same actors, and it would have made more sense with how the story was going to go for that child actor to be of a certain age. But then obviously the pandemic hit. Yeah. So that put a pause on everything. So it got shifted then. So (laughs) to 2022. Now, if I was Michelle and anyone else that was watching it (laughs) week by week, I would have been in fucking tears. (laughs) But so, so we've had this gap now. There's been this, um, Tommy's been in prison this entire time. And then it turns out that he's managed to get communication with his son via uh, an incident in series two, um, so they've been communicating for years, and it turns out that his son has actually been visiting him in prison. And Catherine finds out via police sources that the people mm. that have been taking him to see him is her own sister yeah. and her boyfriend.
1: Oh, betrayal!
0: It's it's like yeah, it's like she can't believe this has happened. You know, no, it can't be right. Can't be right. So she follows them. They say that they're going to yeah. Leeds for the day. They're not. They're going to Sheffield where yeah. Tommy is in jail. And the scene is that uh, so the sister has dropped off her fella and the boy at the prison because she doesn't want to go in. She goes to a coffee shop and she sat down having a cup of tea. Back to the window, and then Catherine comes in to shot, Sat down on a bench. Yes, looking through the her, window. The other side of the window. And just on the phone, having this, like, yeah. casual conversation about what you're doing, how's it going, what you're up to. But this look, this death yeah. stare in her eye, seeing how far is she going to push this. And then, like, and she, all right, yeah. see you, bye, hangs up the phone, and then just walks into the cafe, sits down in front of her. And then that entire scene, that conversation between them is one yeah. of the most... The yep. intense uh the the acting of Sarah Lancashire in that scene and and and, her, and the and the other actress as well whose names just escaped my head. But the intensity of that entire scene you, you like, yeah. uh, I couldn't yeah. breathe. It was so well written and so well yeah, handled. It, just, it
1: was oh yeah, it was chilling, wasn't it? You know, yeah.
0: It oh that that for me was sort of like this. Oh,
1: this yeah. was the moment. I, I mean, for me, th- we're missing some well, really really good bits in between. You, anyone who hasn't seen it, should watch it. Yeah. I mean, there's also a series where there is someone who's going around and killing um, prostitutes, and that leads down a, a line of investigation. Yes. And she, there's a woman who kills her son.
0: Oh, yes that story oh yeah, my god
1: she, yes. the reason she kills her son is she finds out that he is the one that's been killing the prostitutes and that he's not going to do well in prison and she loves him but she's equally disgusted by what he's done um, so she decides to 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 stop him um, but also show him mercy by killing him so what she does is she cooks him his big favourite breakfast because he's a little bit um, not with it um, and she she cooks yeah. him this big breakfast and she says to him we're going to run away to America and he's talking about all the places that he wants to see in America and she appears behind him with a rifle because they live on the farm and she shoots him in the head. That and is she is crazy. so distraught and this this is Suzanne Lynch who is also another amazing British actress.
0: Stunning and absolutely fantastic in this as well.
1: Yeah, I mean she always always delivers, doesn't she? Oh, she, she and, does. And she um. When they get to the house, when, when the sergeant gets to the house, Sarah Lancashire gets to the house, she she goes in and the mum, Suzanne Lynch, has swallowed a load of pills to try and kill herself. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I will drop in here. My, my sister did say to me, well, why didn't she just shoot herself? She couldn't have shot herself with a rifle because the barrel wouldn't have fitted underneath her chin, just for anyone who wants to raise that question and nitpick. <laughs> so she swallowed all these pills and it was the compassion of sarah lancashire's character where she's she's holding her and she's you know she she's holding this woman she's now covered in a vomit she's trying to make her sick she's trying to keep her awake while they're waiting for an ambulance and you can see that she gets it she understands what yeah. she's done and why she's done it um, and that's followed up where she goes to visit her in the hospital afterwards. And she, she has a conversation and, it, it, you know, and there's a real moment between them. And you it's she's not a black and white character. No. Um, that was a really important scene. The other one that had me screaming at the television, and I mean screaming at the television, was in season three when Tommy thinks the house is empty.
0: <gasps> oh, don't even.
1: He's, yeah, he's looking for somewhere to hide. So he heads to her house because his son has said, no, we're not there. We're, we're not allowed back to the house. And he doesn't know that Sarah Lancashire has gone back to the house because she just, she's got so much trauma going on with everything. So she's been, you know, she's trying to get her head around her grandson that she's loved and raised, going to see this man. He's on the run of, her sister's betrayed her. She's also approaching retirement. I think she's something like two or three days away from retirement. Mm-hmm. And, She goes and sits in the front room and looks at some some pictures and she falls asleep in the chair and she slips down slightly in the chair, which has its back to a window. Yeah. And there's this whole scene where Tommy comes and he looks through the window to make sure that it's empty. Yeah. Because he's going to break into the house and she's asleep. And I was like, he's going to kill her.
0: Yeah. He had plans of setting fire to the house, didn't he? Because he brought that petrol.
1: Yeah, and I, I was like, it's over. They're going to have their face off. And at that point, I thought they're going to kill each other. Yeah. Because I thought that would have been an ending in a half. Yeah. You know, it would have been that final battle where her defending, him attack and, and screaming, you know, wake <laughs> up. Yeah. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> yes. And they miss each other by seconds. Yeah. So he goes round and he breaks into the basement and something wakes her up. She doesn't know what it is. And she picks up her keys. And as she's leaving the house, mm-hmm. he's crawling through a window into the basement. And they miss each other by fucking seconds.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. And that's the kind of, oh, dear Lord. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't, I can't do this anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's
1: going on. And that's all the way through. I mean, for me as well, it's some of her one-liners. I mean, now I'm calling everybody a wankertron.
0: <laughs> but the thing is when it comes to like character like like you say she's not she's not a black and white character but then even Tommy Lee Royce is not a black and white character. He's he's,
1: he's damaged but he's I don't I do think she was right I I do think that it was just in him.
0: Yeah. But it's a, it's the fact though there was that when I say when I say that I mean like your your relationship to watching him on screen because in the first first series blanket disgusting animal he's putting down definitely but then in the third one when he gets uh taken by the because he's involved obviously another sub story he's involved with these um these kind of like mafioso type people and they're they're obviously taking him to to put put him to sleep shall we say and there is this, this, this whole battle between like him like trying to get away from them and for some... You're like, why am I rooting for Tommy Lee Royce to get out of this? Yeah! <laughs> it, you were full of conflicts all the way through that. She makes you question all of your decisions and all of your thoughts on someone. You think, nope, this way. I don't like him because of this, this, this. And then she goes, yeah, but then look at... From yeah. a different perspective. It's like, you why why don't do this to me, Sally Wayne, right? <laughs> uh, yeah! I mean, and there
1: are some. It's not. It is very dark. It is, it but is there are so some crazy. moments. In it, I mean, when she shoots the taser, and she's <laughs> aiming for the chest, and she it. The guy's so far away when she fires the taser, gravity pulls it down, and it hits him in the nuts. And when she looks and there's a smirk on her face, because it's not what she intended, and she just goes, oh, shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what you've got to remember, the way we're talking about it, you think it would be like in some big major scene. No, no, no. This is like rural, uh, yeah. <laughs> rural Yorkshire, you know. <laughs> on the other side of hill for me, yeah. it's all over, it's over the... <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know these things happen but yeah it still has that um that that small town quality some of the the things that she has to deal with in day to day and they just bring about some of the the best humor the best light relief but in such a dark humored way (laughs) Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm just I'm looking online now. You were right with the opening line to season one, episode one. I'm Catherine, by the way. I'm 47. I'm divorced. I live with my sister, who's a recovering heroin addict. I have two grown-up children, one dead, one who doesn't speak to me, and a grandson. Yeah, this this is like you've
0: just started watching it. That what? Boom, done. <laughs> and I'm uh, she looked cool as. hell. Hell in those
1: aviators. Do you, yeah, I mean, if you if you want to talk about attractive scenes in it, the the <laughs> oh, no. of... oh no, oh <laughs> no, this is where the this is
0: when the red light comes on. And... <laughs> I mean, the the
1: oh, end wow. of of season two when she's sitting smoking a cigarette dressed in black, the black coppers uniform with a aviator a cup of tea smoking a fag. Was, Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, <laughs> oh my. it
1: really, really was. Um, she was just yeah, I, I mean yeah, I, I I can't recommend it enough. I absolutely loved it and I think the ending was very, very cool as well. You know, there's she has that confront that final confrontation with him. Um and this the sister finds her because she manages to get out. She walks out of her house with her photo albums. Oh. Um, and, and she, she says, you know, we've had another tussle, but I won.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Do you know this?
1: And, and I think she, it she goes along with, I think, I, cause there's a fire and she goes to the sister, I think I singed one of your crochet blankets. Yeah. <laughs> so practical. She's, and but don't get me wrong. She's, she's crying. She's hit that point where she's just had enough.
0: Yeah. Like we said before, where she's been constantly holding everything in for, yeah. the, for the, all these years, there is that moment before her sister finds her where it just comes out of her.
1: Yeah, and, 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 yeah, she just, yeah, we've had another tussle. Clearly, I won. She, you know, and I've singed one of your crochet blankets. It just, I mean, she, yeah, she, she, she's, she's legend. I mean, she, she's an incredible actress. She's, she's fit as fuck. <laughs> Put her in a uniform. You know, it really would be chase me, chase me. I've been naughty. But that aside, <laughs> clink,
0: clink.
1: <laughs> yeah, even if that's not your bag, you you need to watch this. There are extreme scenes of, of violence. She consistently gets hurt in the line of duty. Um, you know, there's there's split lip, black eye. She gets head butted. You know, she don't think that it's going to be a light T V watch. There was a reason that this was on after the watershed. Yes. There was a reason that there was some complaints after season one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um but she's yeah, it's just it it's it's fantastic. It will keep you on the edge of your seat. You need to watch it.
0: And honestly because obviously bit with it being a British series, there is only six episodes per series, so you're only talking what um Oh, you could do this in a weekend if you were, if you were Easily. dedicated
1: you could do this in a weekend
0: so that's so 18... i have to each, I and... get my mask on out my head <laughs> that's, so that's only 18 episodes you, in total that's nothing no you you watched me you check
1: it out watch the trailers check it out it's absolute legend
0: honestly you you will not regret it well i think we've
1: beat it up enough haven't we
0: I know, I think we should get some money for that. They've got enough. Give me some, please. <laughs> i tell you what,
1: you, you can have the money and, and I'll just go with, chase me, chase me.
0: That's fine, I'll hold the cash. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, and, and don't be put off by thinking that this character is going to be in any way, shape or form like the character she portrays in Julia. Because it ain't.
0: It's like, th- I mean, this woman is... a a character actress as well as just a main, like a main actor. I mean, she, the range is insane. Yeah.
1: Be under no fucking illusion. This is, this, you are not going to be watching Julia making a cake.
0: No. And for those of you who are aware of Sarah Lancashire, you ain't getting Raquel from Coronation Street either. (laughs) No,
1: you, 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 yeah, no, no, you're not. No,
0: hell no. (laughs)
1: Um, you know, she, she was absolutely, um, fantastic amazing the whole series was absolutely brilliant and i am a big fan of, of sally wainwright as well although i have consistently bashed on about sarah lancashire anything that sally wainwright is involved in i will watch you know you've got your 100%. scott and bailey was amazing um last tango in halifax was amazing gentleman jack if that kind of thing floats your boat regardless it was well written and well presented um yeah no i'm, I'm a fan
0: She's She is definitely up there because the one thing you have to say about British television, we have some of the best female writers yeah. in the world. Yes. Linda LaPlante, Kay Mellor, <gasps> Sally Wainwright. I mean, these women, yeah. you need to check out their stuff. A lot, you know, some a lot, of, they were t- happy back to the early 80s all the way through to the 90s and up today. Yeah you need if hunt these shows down and find them you know there's some of them I would love to watch and I can't I can't find them anywhere some K. Mella ones yeah they're just not showing so get the demand out there and you know call to arms let's get these women back let's get these shows back I mean it, it's it was it women's history month or whatever it is yeah. this month come on yeah. we need to be celebrating these female writers it's fantastic is there?
1: A, I mean, what's that like in the states? Are there many female writers in the states in that kind of industry? I, I
0: couldn't honestly tell you because I think that's something we'd have to put to the people out there. Because all I really know is the Duffer Brothers because they do Stranger Things, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, and I, I just wondered if there was a if that was a, a con- consistent
1: approach. But yeah, no, definitely watch it. And now my next harassment campaign for a net is Lost Hangar in Halifax, which is a million miles away from Happy Valley. <laughs>
0: But in, like, the same area.
1: <laughs> it's geographically setting, yeah. Um, but that's about a middle-class, upper-class family having to merge with a working-class family.
0: Did you know become... that's actually based on... Sorry, go on, carry on. No,
1: no, go on. What's it based on?
0: I was going to say that it, it's actually the story of her mother and her what happened to her mother. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Um, she has to ask permission... To write the story, and her mum said, "Yeah, it's okay." And it was the fact that she'd um, moved to, to back to Oxfordshire from yeah. from the north, and she'd found an old flame on uh, friends reunited. Uh-huh. So it was it's a true story of her mother. Yeah, well, cause she, that you know, in a roundabout yeah. way. We, because you get this. It's the gist of it is
1: you've got this much much older retired um, lady, and who's upper class, will think she's upper class. Um, and then you've got this working class guy who used to work on own a farm and they were in love when they were younger. But it mm-hmm. turns out that his, his wife, um, who was just his friend at the time, didn't deliver the love note that they were supposed to when they were teenagers. So they ended up taking different paths. But now both their spouses have, have died um, and they are getting it back on and saying that they were the love of each other's lives and that's forced the merging and interaction of the two vastly fucking different families you've got the fabulous nicola walker in that who is running the farm and is in the working class side and then you've got the amazing sarah lancashire who is a posh headmistress in this posh school with a load of money and is, is up and it's it's the clashing of the two worlds and the forcing of the two families to have to mix and how that plays out. Mm. mm watch it. It's great. It's really really great. One of the few TV things probably in the last ten years that made me cry.
0: Well, we get a boiler in a couple of months, so there you go. <laughs> I'll start watching
1: it. You, you'll know when you get to that scene. You'll you'll know. There was only the, the one scene in it, and again, it was. Um, it was about 30 seconds, probably, about 20, 30 seconds of Sarah Lancashire, and your heart just broke for her.
0: Oh, God. Okay. 12. She was that
1: good to deliver that kind of punch in such a... I mean, I don't think it was even 30 seconds. In that, And there's just, yeah, and there's just this moment when you're just like, fuck, that's proper tragic. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, um, but the rest of it there's lots of like humour in it but anyway everybody go out check out Happy Valley um, I'm not sure how long this episode has been because we we'll probably go ahead oh it's coming in about 40 minutes that's not bad
0: well I think um, we're going to be titling this one I Heart Sarah Lancashire <laughs> maybe <laughs>
1: <laughs> now I'm going to cut all of that out so it just sounds like you're a go of Sally Wainwright
0: no <laughs> <laughs> leave it and I I'll don't just... care I am <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I'll just leave me in there going
0: it was alright yeah,
1: it's just fine. Meh, <laughs> nah, whatever. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm am I'm a big fan of her. <laughs> um, in you know, all the wrong ways.
0: <laughs> oh, all the right ways.
1: <laughs> it's so right, it's wrong. Um, but yeah, I, I go watch it. You will absolutely love it. like. Annette said you could binge this in a weekend, and it Easily. would be worth it. Don't be put off thinking that it's going to be light humor by the first episode of season one. Cause it ain't. It's dark. It's twisty. But there is. Although I
0: do wonder if it's very British humour. No, I think if you've got a dark sense of humour, you'll get it. You know, it's quite, there's, quite there's, dry. It is, but I think there, 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 there's a lot more people that get it now. You know that we've, they've had so much um, of our, our comedy is like worldwide mm. known now, and I think that it's, it's kind of translated. as whether I think they'll find it funny. I will I do
1: because we're quite I, one thing I was having a conversation the other day and British humour is, is quite heavily focused on understated delivery and sarcasm isn't it <laughs> just a bit <laughs> yeah. you know like when you when I was trying to explain it to someone and they were like well you know well what is it and I was like well you know you, you deliver it straight-faced and deadpanned you know is, is one that's a, and normally you're sarcastic
0: It's true. No, but no, no. I think there's definitely some things in there. All I'm going to say is the sheep. Oh, yes. We're not. We won't spoil it. Yes. We won't spoil it. If you you've got to, it's the opening episode of season two. Yeah, the fucking sheep. You need. You need, and that will the huge. Oh my god! I've never laughed so hard. Well, we're not going to spoil it. Yeah. We want you to go watch it it because it's so good. It's so fucking good. Um, the Again, po- it was
1: that moment where you go, surely not.
0: <laughs> to, the, to the point the other day I had to go to a shop because I'm so like country bumpkin where I live now. Yeah. <laughs> Took a picture to prove to Michelle like, how close to Happy Valley I live. There are sheep on this estate. I'm going into this shop. There's <laughs> sheep next to the cow just wandering around people's gardens. <laughs> Is that <laughs> holy crap she really is living there <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, yeah no, we'll leave it at that you guys need to go and check it out you, you need to watch it it's absolutely amazing and then when once you've watched that you can go and watch um, Last Tango and Halifax do not be influenced if you're out of the UK by Julia although Julia is really good and worth a watch it is nothing absolutely nothing like these
0: yeah right that said I think we need to wrap up yep in that case love and leave you all Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Go check out those shows, check out those writers, and support women this month in March. Thank you for listening to another episode of Two Crones in a Book. If you want to follow the show on social media for extra content, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and Facebook at Two Crones in a Book. And on Twitter, we are at 2 Pod. Or if you'd like to cut in contact with the show, you can email us at 2 podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, guys, and have a great day.